Ladies and gentlemen, leshies and goblins, grab your snacks, take your seats, and enjoy the show. He begins to look at you. He goes, if I think that I can join you, I'll, I'll be back. And then he casts Dimension Door. Instead of an animal, she really gets more humanoid. And you see like a B-rated actor version of Andira Paul Dream, the woman that we talked to. Uh, Scrag likewise takes a sip of something and then stands next to her as a mini version of exactly the same thing. <laughs> hey, you want to see if there's anything in here? Why don't you walk in? Oh, uh, <laughs> all right. Yes. Scraggle claw, <laughs> crawl into the bag. <laughs> Alrighty, we are back. So we have Kalkic just decimated on the floor, uh, non-lethally, for a natural 20 blow from Thovis. And we are, at that moment, I guess he falls. Um, is he? Does he look like he's still breathing? Yeah, so he takes this hammer like to the chin, like an uppercut to the chin, and he just falls shrinks back down to his normal still quite large size and he looks like he's it looks like he's still okay like he's breathing it's not like convulsing or anything like he is just unconscious on the ground she's immediately gonna spring's gonna run up to him just check him uh, over garrick garrick will like walk up with you but as you check him over he'll be like let him sleep for a little while if he wakes up now he'll still be upset and mechanically, uh, if I heal him, he'll wake up? Yes. Okay. Um, do we have... God, he was trapped in a cage so long, I feel so bad, like, tying him up. But if he attacks us again, I guess we have to. I don't think uh, anything we have is enough to tie him up. Scrag and Pilfer are currently standing over him with each a uh, acid vial. Just right. Um... We should take him outside, uh, away from the rest of the mess. Spring, I only knocked unconscious the big wolf. Can you do anything about that one? Uh, we'll look over your friend here. As you say mess, I kind of look over again into that cavern and just see so many dead wolves. And she Spring looks like Lisa. her face falls even oh. further. And she's just like, oh god, what did we do? They were just... They were just here. They were just sleeping. Um, and she's gonna go over yeah. to check if any of them are still alive. Uh, okay. Give me a medicine check. Like. Right. Uh, if she asked for help, I'd give it. But I wouldn't do it unless she asked for help. No. Because you, you're you watching over Calcic for me. That was a okay. 28. As yeah, as uh, you're going, you're able to go through each of them pretty quickly, especially since uh, all, except for one of the little wolves, are very clearly dead with arrows out of the their foreheads. Uh, the big wolf and this little wolf that I drugged the big wolf near are alive. Uh, so both the in one rough, that I... <laughs> yeah. Both in rough shape, but they're alive. Okay. 
I'm going to just... Um, I'm going to patch up the, the dire wolf and the young one. And I'm going to look at Odalisa if she's still in here with me. And just be like... These... If we leave them here, they're just gonna... They're gonna die. Because they can't... They can't fend for themselves. So... We gotta... Just get rid of the rest of them. I don't want them to wake up and see this. Um, I can have... Or I can ask Scrag if you help us move all these, uh... Now past wolves, you know, to help ease the... Thank that you. That sound okay? Yeah. Okay. Um. Scrag, get over here! <laughs> yeah, she just walks over, picks up Scrag, and is just like, you're helping us now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, you, here, now. <laughs> so, I guess... So, at least, um, are we collecting the pelts, or...? Uh, I will leave that up to you. I'm just gonna move them away. Out of, <laughs> out of the sight of Spring. Yeah. So, oh, at least yeah, it looks at Spring. <laughs> I'm, uh, do you want me to roll to patch up the wolves, or are we just generally patching them up? Yeah, you can uh, you can patch them up. It's still going to take the time. I don't need you to roll. Okay. It's still going to take the 20 minutes. I'm, so I'm going to make sure that they're not like on door on death's door in terms of, um, sorry to take a pun from you, uh, <laughs> Garrick. I'll allow it okay. this time. <laughs> um... But as long as they're not, like, about to basically fail a death save or something like that, if they're stable enough, I will um, patch them up in a moment. Um, if I need to do something immediately, I will. Otherwise, I want to um, gingerly just step back over the corpses of these other poor wolves and um, just make a final decision about Calcuc before we, you know, figure out exactly what we're doing here. Yeah. Uh, giving them the look over with your 28 medicine, you think that they're, you think they're stable enough. Like they're they're a little shallow breathing, but I mean, just like anyone that took that amount of wounds are, you don't think they are in danger of dying. Okay. Should um, we take him outside? I thought thought we were gonna. It's getting really late. I think if this cavern's well, we know it's safe, so I think we should spend the night here. We can hold up uh, where we saw that bed before. I... I don't think so. It wasn't. It was really dusty in there. I think that was just. I think he was here with his wolves. You guys actually see to the other side of this room in the opening. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Oh. Like to the bottom of it, right? Yeah. There's more we to the cave. Probably make sure it's safe. Well, cool. if the wolves were sleeping here, I assume that. Oh God! That oh. Got real fast. <laughs> Super bloody. <laughs> As you go in there, you see it's very likely uh, his feeding ground. Uh, as you see, like, some fresh kills, some pieces of animals around, uh, and then a little clear spot in the top right-hand corner where, like, even to, like, to spring, it looks like an animal has been nesting there. Like, you see a little of the, the dirt kind of spread out to where it would be a little more comfortable to lay, less dirty, that kind of stuff. Okay, um... Then if this is this is kind of the layout here, let's let's put him. Let's bring him back here. At least he's gonna wake up somewhere familiar, and it's gonna take like two caverns to get out of here. Um, we can. Oh, isn't there a problem if he? Aren't we trying to get rid of them anyway? 
Why are we trying to let him be comfortable? Realize he needs to get out? Kalkik? Any of them. Oh, I thought you meant the big wolf, but... I mean... I, I, I don't know if... I, I thought you were the, talking about the big one over there, but... The, the big one, it... We hurt it pretty bad. I don't think it can fend for itself right now, so I'm gonna need to make sure that it's okay. Um, I think we should bring Kalkik back to the furthest part of the cavern, and if we can do something to just kind of block the opening so he can stay in there and we can stay in here, and I'll take care of the wolves and make sure they're okay, and then we can figure out if we can just talk to Kalkik. I, I think it would be best if he doesn't wake up in a cage. I, I That's why I'm not. I don't want to tie him up, but I figured we could just, you know, put him in his den. I, I say we clean up this mess. It will take us a few minutes. Uh, once we get him in there, I'll patch him up. That will take a little bit of time, enough for us to get ready, and then we can talk to him when he. Okay. So what's the party plan? You guys are moving the little wolf corpses out. Yeah. What's happening with the yeah. big wolf and little wolf that are alive? I'm going to patch them up and take care of them. Okay. We're going to leave them in the secondary wolf cave? Secondary, yeah. Where they are, basically. And then we'll move everyone down to A8, Calcac's uh, den, yeah. I guess? Yep. Yeah. Alright. So that takes, like- about a, it takes about a total of 20 minutes to move the, move the wolf bodies out uh, spring to kind of give these this big wolf and a little wolf a look over and then at that point you guys decide you are ready and Garrett can begin patching up Calcic if unless someone else needs something to do I'm gonna do I get a chance to kind of talk to them to the wolves before Calcic? if you want yeah if it depends like how how all this is going down like if you want to are you letting everyone know that you want to talk to them and like like garrick shouldn't even start with cow kick before like that kind of thing i think yeah we'll just handle them quickly to see like if the wolves are going to basically run away or if they they want me to stay and like take care of them and they're just going to stay with us that kind of a thing um so that they're not basically a chaos agent when we talk to cow kick yeah okay uh, then yeah, it's easy enough for you to heal them up. Uh, they are very weak waking up, but they are awake and see you. It looks like their their hair stands up almost immediately, and it seems like they're on edge. The larger wolf is looking around. Uh, just a easy easy nature check for you without making it. I'll say that you know that the larger wolf is probably looking around for the rest of the pack. Yeah. Um. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be like, I'm really, I'm really sorry for intruding on you like that, and and I'm sorry for hurting you, and I'm sorry that my friends hurt your pack. Um, I didn't. Are you? Do you want me to help you? Do you want? I, I promise, no one's gonna hurt you, and I, I'm just basically uh, gonna communicate with them until I understand what their preference is, and I always open offer for me to like heal them, they can stay with us safely, um, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You get the sense that any any healing by hand, they would probably be adverse to. They don't really want you to touch them. Any kind of spell healing, they 
wouldn't be able to re react fast enough until something good happened to them. So that might help. And then any kind of food that they were given, you know, would also help as it's close to their hunting time. Otherwise, they kind of begin like shuffling backwards just a little. You can tell that the body language is looking towards the outside of the cave like they're wanting to get away. So I will, um, I don't, I don't want to expend like heal magic. Basically, I don't think I even have heal magic right now um, to do anything there. I give them food for sure. And I even suggest if they want to stick around within the cavern, like away from us for the night and rest, like, cause now that they have food that they can do so, like they can go to a five or whatever and stay away from us, heal before they like get hurt in the wild. Okay. Yeah. You see them take the food. The, uh, Larger dire wolf kind of takes most of it in its mouth, and you see them both begin to head out of the cave slowly, and the less stop, you see them, like, pick up into a more of a jog, uh, kind of listening in on them. Odalisa and Spring, you guys hear them actually go to the A5 room. Awesome. Okay. And I will tell everybody to leave them alone. I thought they'll be okay. Alright. Because clearly everybody was incredibly concerned. <laughs> I feel like in this time, just because it's Garrick, he's like prestidigitized the blood away from this room, just because he doesn't okay. want to be surrounded by the stench of blood anymore. And yeah. he's like, he's prestidigitized the blood off of himself. Just okay. Easy enough. I can't stop that. All so you guys are in a, yeah, you're in a clean cow kick room with cow kick, uh, unconscious, but not tied up or anything. And I think everyone is gathered around waiting for him to be healed. Acid uh, at the ready. Yeah, Garrick will hammer look at, at, at Thovis and be like, be subtle about it, but have the hammer ready. It'll be out and he'll be have one hand on it and have his other arm leaning on it, just like mm -hmm. I already got you covered. Uh, and then I will do the medicine check on him. Yep, it works. So Alright. It doesn't crit, it just does 2d8. For sure. Easy enough, he wakes up with these five hit points. And you see him begin to kind of look around very groggily at all of you. He seems to be kind of out of it, realizing very slowly that he's in his same room. And he just kind of pushes himself up and puts his hands up. We aren't here to capture you. We're not here to hurt you. The city didn't even know you were here. The then, city just knew the rumors of monsters and sent us to check it out. Then let me go. Fine. We're, we're not looking to trap you. We're not working for that other circus. We are willing to help you, though. You're still, you still should try to rest. Uh, I'll be fine. Uh, can I what try to, like... brought you here? Yeah, I'll let, I'll let... You see him kind of glance back at Spring, remembering the fight and how many times she tried not to hurt him he kind of peers his eyes at her and he says I escaped the circus I'm glad I I did too and I kind of like wave my hand to like scrag and they they all helped me get out um as well as a bunch of the goblins we what's 
were, did you escape from the circus here in in the town recently? Yeah, uh, two two weeks ago, I think. Do I know anything about Mistress Dusklight in terms of how she handles runaways? Does she, once they're gone, is like, all right, fuck it, you know, they're they're gone, or does she go after them? You know that she has two modes. She has... I'll back up a little bit. You know that she keeps her... Like a bigger axe. Like she has giants that act for her. She has this guy. Like you know that she keeps them... Kidnapped... Or like locked in cages and... Very often drugged up or under some kind of magical influence. So... When someone like this escapes... You know she has two modes. She has... Well, like, her face is, well, I have better. Like, I have better people. Like, I don't care. Uh, She always saw you as a nuisance and, like, not really important because you didn't do much for her. Uh, So she never thought about, like, talking around you. And you remember one time that you were there that she was very upset about one of her bigger acts escaping and... Uh, she said something along the lines of uh, make sure you find him within the week and kill him. Okay. Um, I kind of when he says like relatively recently I, I kind of just share a look with the group. Um, Kalkak, I don't you were she, she and you can tell like she's having trouble talking about it. You were a big part of your act with her, right? Sometimes. She didn't She didn't like me in this form. And you kind of watch him begin to shrink. And he takes on a form that is much closer to Scrag's form. Uh, he is 90% goblinoid now. And... You recognize him ah. much more. In this form? Uh, yeah, in this form. This was the form that he kind of stayed at the Celestial, Men- Celestial Menagerie. And you like you remembered him as his bigger form because you've seen it like once. Because that's what Mistress Dustlight wanted him to do was change from a goblin into this werewolf. In quotes. <laughs> yeah, air quotes, sorry. Um, yeah. I, I know that we came out of nowhere for you um and I know that this is really scary I know she's really scary um and I don't know how this is gonna sound but we she gestures to the group we have our own circus and then she's like as she's saying this she realizes oh wait no she's we're all in charge of the circus. Like, <laughs> there's no longer like, oh, we're part of somebody else's circus. It's technically our circus. <laughs> um, we 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 run it. Like, there's no there's no Mister Susklight. We we're in charge. Um, if you want to hide there, then you don't have to act. You don't have to do anything you don't want. We'll make sure you're safe. And and when we leave town, you can come with us. And then. She won't look for you here, and then you can leave town with us. You'll have somewhere to go, and then the next town over, you can do whatever you want. 
We got a leave. bunch of goblins. Yeah, we have a bunch of goblins. Just we, we won't make you do a thing if you don't want to. Uh, we can even write it in, uh, in contract. It feels kind of icky for you to go. We're willing to help. Anyone who's trained in religion, give me a religion check real quick. Oh! <laughs> this is kind of when you guys are like, we have a bunch of goblins and stuff. Dirty. Nice. Okay. Uh, now that you've seen him change form, Garrett, you know that this, you know, cow kick is a, a bar, try to pronounce this correctly, a barghest, a bargist, B-A-R-G-H-E-S-T, barghest. Uh, they are a, something between goblins and, like, very wolfish, like, lupine creatures. They are a type of fiend. Um, they hardly ever, like, are willing to work with anyone kind of thing. Uh, you get, you get the sense that this guy is much more civilized than most of them. Uh, but that is... That's kind of his character, his nature. So he's not actually a goblin. While he is a descendant of goblins, he is more of a right. fiend. Okay. Um, like a goblin. You can, you can blend in with the goblins. We have so many. Is are they? Is he the same size? Uh, right now, he'd, he'd be like a, a pretty big goblin. Like, okay. not huge, he'd, but he's like Dovis size goblin. Like that kind of thing. Okay. A chonker. Freaks me out a little bit. We, but it's we have, <laughs> yeah, we have a number of um, strange oddities. Uh, people who don't belong, you wouldn't stand out at all. Oh, yeah, uh, Claude would like you. I kind of like point out like to where the clearing was from this cave, like in that general direction to that wall. I'm just like, we're actually setting up. The reason we're here is we're setting up a space for our circus. Um, though none of us like being near her very much but we're here to stand our ground because well she sucks <laughs> you see him nod to that and he kind of looks around between all of you uh everyone make me a diplomacy check that wants to uh one actually one of you make me a diplomacy check that wants to and then anyone that wants to aid can i am I... trained in it if you'd like I can I aid? I have Not diplomacy trained, trained, but I have at a minus one. <laughs> sure. Uh, help. I won't help. I think that's a, a help. Twenty-four. Uh, no, you have to add twenty to help. Sadly, unless uh, you have a thing that says otherwise. Seventeen for me. Okay. So so far we got no helps. We do have a twenty-four from Garrick. The uh, you see him kind of take it all in. Everything that you guys are saying and. He nods a little and he goes, well, if you come across her, uh, he kind of looks to spring and scrag. And I, I assume that's kind of why you're here. Uh, then he goes on to explain kind of the layout of her circus and where it is. Uh, I'm not going to currently show you the map, but just note this somewhere that you know where areas D1 to D7 are. And basically, he explains kind of the entrance, some of the buildings, kind of where she keeps some of her animals, and then the place where he stayed, which is called the Sanctum of Sublime Spectacles. And it's a kind of lock and keep type of let's keep, like, if you could imagine, like, let's keep experiments here. It's like that kind of place. Can you say the name of it? The Sanctum 
of sublime spectacles. Uh, out of curiosity, based off of Odalisa's understanding, has she changed the circus? Doesn't sound like it. He tells you that there's a large amount of buildings to the left of the big tent, and that he's never been out of... Like, he only comes out of his uh, sanctum to do shows, and has never been in those buildings, never been able to be behind the large tent, and then the one time he got out that wasn't to do shows, he ran. Oh, uh, while I was doing the medical check, did I see anything, like, strange on his person? Now that I know what he is, uh, like, any sort of, like, tag or magical, like, rune etched into his skin? Not at all. You see the brand that she clearly branded him with that sticks through his goblin form and this form? Uh, but no, otherwise you didn't see anything. Uh, he continues to look, he tells you all of this and he begins to look at you he goes, if I think that I can join you, I'll, I'll be back. And then he casts dimension door (laughs) Okay. and pops like Ooh. on this side of the cave. Not that you guys would know where he went, but basically <laughs> it's nearly impossible for you to what catch up to him. Hell? Wait, um, so so he told us about her and he kind of phrased it as like, I assume that's why you're here. Yeah. Yeah. He basically the way he told you, you got the sense that he didn't he thought it he thinks it would be super dumb for someone that escaped the circus to come back. Right. So he assumes you're here to take some sort of revenge. Right. Why would you get so close if you escaped? It seems ludicrous. Okay. And then he said if if he thinks he can help, he'll be back? Uh, you guys offered him a place in the circus, and he said that if if he thinks that he wants to like join, if he thinks that you can help him in that way, that he'll be back. Okay. And to make sure like he doesn't have to ha- be, be an act, he's also welcome to just use us to travel when we're leaving town. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, all of that kind of got through, yeah. and you got the sense that he he traded information for the fact you didn't like tie him up or anything, and then he wanted to ensure his escape. Okay. Yeah. Plus, I also think doing this it'll help down the line if he does want to come back because now he knows that he can go a free will if he wants to. Uh, before before he dimension doors, I know it was reaction, but while I was talking, I would have put a hand out. That, to heal him additionally now that I like once I saw the conversation like not going poorly I would have healed him before he left can I roll oh. like a one action heal on him sure yeah we'll say like kind of during his telling you about the circus you reached out to heal him he would have made a visible like recoil from you but he knew he knew he wasn't going anywhere so eventually you got the heal off I think I will also well, actually, no. If I saw that, that'd be enough. I hope that that helps in the future when he looks favorably upon us. <laughs> yeah, so 3d8 plus uh, 8 times 3 is... Oh, I can't think of it right now. 30. Th- oh, yeah, good. so 30 total. Yeah. Yep. It's not much, but it's enough. Yeah, that got him back up to a third health, and he's running away. Yeah. Did his uh, dimension great. door actually open a door? Or did it just portal i think it's uh, a was, portal poof i think he was carrying around garrick's uh spiritual weapon yeah, and he like... just threw it against the wall and then walked through it <laughs> <laughs> It just like so, did a looney tunes uh, hole when are yeah. you gonna be able to do that that's really cool <laughs> soon thank you i've been working on something like that 
All right. Um, okay, so that being said, around what time is it? Uh, it's pretty late after, like, all this healing and everything that went on. I think you guys came in here when it was becoming dark, so probably 7. So it's probably about 10, 30, 11 right now. Between the fight, all of the healing, talking to him. That's probably three to four hours have passed. And who all saw the bag of stuff in the poison cloud of stuff? We all really ba- basically at some point uh, in all this, Scrag would be in the process of fishing when able. <laughs> Wait, didn't we plan on like burning the? the we did, out? but now I really want to see what Scrag's gonna do. Right? Yeah, we we, <laughs> yeah. we had all kind of planned on burning it out because we didn't really have time. We we, we were gonna use like thing. a bird or something, and then we were gonna clean yeah. it up. But we'll see what Scrag does. He might kill himself in this moment. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, what he's gonna do. Everybody right, so else you're... is playing healing and stuff, so. You said you're trying to fish. <laughs> Scrag, Scrag is just gonna take some of his random scrap, and just make like a crude like grappling hook, basically, and try to just hook it around the rock, uh, and latch onto the bag and like just. Okay, give me a crafting check real quick. Uh, thirty-two natural nine. Okay. I imagine made... this is what he's building when we were talking, by the way. He's just in the corner, like, building shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's you just, just, you like, just see him and be like, Pilfer, Pilfer, pass the, the thing. The, the squiggly thing. Yeah, yeah he's just he's using he's, bones he's, from the walls. Yeah, he's the bones. Basically, yeah. yeah. Just like... you, you see, like, he pulls something out of his bag, Pilfer runs and grabs a bone from one of the walls, like, breaks the bone to make little sharp grappling pieces. Pairing uh, the two. Scrag puts together a pretty nice grappling hook. Uh, go ahead and give me, and as you go up there to throw this, go ahead and give me like an alchemist fire throw. You're just, you're literally aiming. It's not a nat one kind of thing. 25. Alright, so you hit the square, which is AC5, and you begin to pull back. You see it latch onto the bag. Give me a... I've got 50 foot of rope, so I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna latch onto it, and I'm gonna walk to the very end. Okay. You begin pulling... And go ahead and give me a, we'll say an athletics check. Wow, you are mean. <laughs> I mean, it's reasonable. 11, which was a good roll. It's not heavy. You're able to pull it. You see it like catch the wall and you pull it, you pull it fully out of the mold to where no one's going to have to go in there. But from where it was sitting, the mold had grown over it and I think it was someone that made a really good perception check to even see the bulge of it. But totally so. Yeah, but uh, basically, you now have a bag in front of you that has a crap ton of yellow mold on it, and like, j- basically, just covering it. All right, step one: roaring success. <laughs> Do step I think two. I, I oh could press the digitation it off? Ooh, I don't know that's if that interesting. Works. It says it tidies a thing. I don't know if like that counts as tidying. I'm going to say no, because it's technically alive. Most OP thing. I'll just clean you off. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Breston did. Yeah, uh, one pound of non-living material. It's a mold's alive. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Scrag is going to take uh, two long sticks and just kind of open from a distance. <laughs> Just like You'll 10 have feet away. pilfer yeah. on one side with yeah. like a bone hook, and then you on the other, and you just like peel it open. <laughs> I, 
actually, before he releases the spores, uh, do I think that the bulk is about one pound? Could I just, like, prestidigitation lift this thing over to, like, the, the lake and, like, clean it off with the water? What is... What is one pound? Is that a is that considered like a light object? It's it's one bulk, whatever. Like one bulk, yeah. It's yeah. one bulk or less for sure. Uh, I'm gonna say during the talking is when the opening happens. So, Scrag and Pilfer, you guys like go to open this bag, and there's nothing in it. It's just an empty bag. <laughs> I don't believe it. I heard me know somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Do I, wait, do I have the tech magic? Hold up. Do I? Then, then Scrag, he's going to basically lift it, kind of, like, flick it with one of the sticks, like, while it's upside down to try to shake out, like, the loose coin that must be in there. I, I cast Detect Magic. Nothing falls out. Okay. You cast Detect Magic as Scrag is, like, shaking this bag upside down. It is magical. And about the time that you cast, like, Detect Magic's, like, lingering, you know, the bag, bag is magical. You see a pouch of something fallout that is magical you see a vial of something begin to oh, fall out scrag maybe a reflex die for it. It's <laughs> yes. yep because it's gonna shatter if you don't catch it yeah all right uh 23 is pretty it is uh as you <laughs> as you dive towards the bag ah! for, yeah. this, for this elixir um, give me one more reflex saving throw. If you get good on this, then I'll say you stayed away from the bag. Ah! <laughs> okay, so, Scrag, you, like, reach your hand out, like, just enough to where, like, you get a little of the mold on your hand, and you're able to kind of scrape it off as you're bringing the elixir back, uh, and then you see a silver compass fall out as well. The compass is not. All right, I'm going to push the bag away and, like, start looking at the other stuff and go, that bolt sure sticks. I hate this stuff. <laughs> now, you said the bag uh, itself was magical or just the small yes. pouch? Nope, the bag itself is. And during this time, while Scrag's looking over stuff, uh, Garrick, you can figure out that you can lift it. And whether, like, Spring tells you it's magical and stuff, uh, you guys can take it to the pond yeah. and kind of clean it off. That's what we definitely do. <laughs> I'll be like, ooh, don't mind if I do, and just like levitate the bag. Did we did we move the body away from the the lake? Not currently. No. Not you said you'd do that later. Can, can we do that now <laughs> while we're there? Is it is Wait, it going to no, be a time the, intensive the thing? The lake or the the barrels near the pond? At yeah, that's tree. what I that's what I mean by lake. Oh, you want to go up there? Yeah, the clean water because oh. the rest is swamp water. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. right. Um, but can we? Is it is it like a drag the body away or is it like an hour of read like i don't know we could throw I mean, some mold on it it'll probably take a solid like 30 minutes to drag a large bear body somewhere that's not close to all this water and stuff uh it is like 11 30 at night and you guys finished up a tough fight i don't know if those feels like dragging a bear away yeah we can do that I in would, the morning we could i will i will mention that you know the water needs time to to clean out uh so we should help the circus but i don't know if a night makes a difference well, so we could definitely do if it you can get me some some good to eat cooking we can get a little bit of firewood going get a small meal i'd be happy to go pick that up and go to bed late but okay but uh 
I think uh, that's. I'll make a fire in A4 in the corner so that it has oxygen to, like, get out of the cave. And then when we're yeah. done, we'll go into, like, A7. Sure. Okay. So this is what you guys find out over the course of everything. Uh, the bear body gets dragged away by Thovis. The water source is will be clean tomorrow morning. Right now it's got some mold kind of covering it, but you know that that'll go away because it's spring-fed water source, so uh, that'll be clean tomorrow morning. You guys figure out that the cloth sack is a bag of holding. Yes! Type 1. I'll send you guys that. Uh, It is containing uh, Scrag figures out the other two for you. Uh, Dust of appearance and a lesser elixir of life. And then the compass, Scrag figures out it's worth probably about 30 gold to Longshanks. And it's engraved with the words, always find your way back to me. Uh, any initials or anything? Or just the inscription? Just the inscription. Um, and on... And then also we got a magical cloak uh, that in this downtime I'd like to identify. I refuse. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, give me an arcana opening, check. I think. Yeah, no, yeah, we, we identified that one. Natural twenty. Okay. Uh, so many you, of those. This is a clandestine cloak. When you pull up the hood of this nondescript gray cloak, which is an interact action, you become drab and uninteresting, gaining plus one item bonus to stealth checks and deception checks to impersonate forgettable background characters. Ooh. Basically it makes you not unmemorable. That is Odalisa uh, all over plus it. Plus one to nod and shrug. Yep. <laughs> plus one nod and shrug. Uh, Scra- Scrag will look it over and go, Oh, Sprig, this is totally for you. Oh, wait. I mean, I guess Odalisa. <laughs> yeah, probably hey. Odalisa. Definitely Odalisa. Maybe. Because, <laughs> like, I can, I d- I yeah, can I do this. Yeah, I describe it to her. Um... I don't. I don't need it. I don't know if you guys. I think. Think I can do this. Um, when I need to, like, not look different, I guess. Um, I can do this, and then she's gonna like stand there in front of you guys. She's gonna close her eyes and she's gonna try to focus, and she's going to slowly start shifting in a way that you've like seen her do with um. Like, wild shape, basically. Instead of an animal, she weirdly gets more humanoid. And you see, like, a... A, a B-rated actor version of Andira Paldrine, the woman that we talked to. Uh, <laughs> who is, like, the, the chief constable. Like, she she kind of looks like her, but, like, a basically a background actor of that <laughs> person. Is she is she still short or is it like that yeah. he changed size as well? Um, that's a great question. I think she's <laughs> still How terrifying is this process? I can be a oh, medium humanoid. I can be bigger. Okay. Uh Scrag likewise takes a sip of something and then stands next to her as a mini version of exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I... Dovis gets back from car- carting the bear into a strange place and just stands, stares. Hi. 
I need something to drink. Hey! Yeah. It's, it's yeah. still yeah. Spring's voice, though. She's just like, hi! Stop! <laughs> no, please, oh god. Yeah. No, no, this is weird. Yeah, Garrick please is also it. deeply unsettled, but he's like, I think we breathed in the spores. <laughs> I, I, I think we're hallucinating. Is that... Did we... Uh, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. He's like, here, drink yeah. this. It should, help. It should help. He just, like, yeah. he just hands you, like... It, it's strong. It's, like, ever clear. Uh... Oh my god! That's better. <laughs> oh, and then and then I will take the cloak from from Scrag, um, and me my taller I form. I'm able to put it on Odalisa's shoulders, <laughs> and I'm going to stay in this humanoid form for the next ten minutes because I can't. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, the then I have this really nice dust, uh, that makes people so they can't be invisible. Or hide, which probably Odalisa nice. doesn't want. Maybe Thovis because he's up next to stabby people. Or well, you're I, you're usually I can't hide in general. I don't I don't think I no. It's for like it's that. for like no. It's other to make people, people not hide. Oh, Scrag, you mean like you throw usually, it on somebody? Yeah, yeah. You like throw it in the air, and then like everybody around. Is coded it's for it? revealing <laughs> secrets. It's the glitter dust of yeah. you know. It's the flower trick to see ghosts. Now it's not dust of yeah. disappearance. It's dust of appearance. But I, I think I, I'll say like Scrag, you usually grab stuff to throw. So maybe it's just one of the things that you can grab because you usually do. Yeah, that. I could throw it. However, it'd be really cool if I had a bag that had more stuff in it because mine's kind of full. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and Garrick is like looking at this bag going, ooh, it even fits my medical supplies. <laughs> I I think I, I look back at the giant stuff bag that I have. I <laughs> think this should be used for you know more special things and you see me like look at Garrick like maybe pull, <laughs> you should I pull have out my bone grapple. Oh, Basically, she at... thinks if Scrag's gonna take this, he's gonna just fill it up with junk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna fill it up. And... Oh, he definitely will. Yeah. Uh, I think Garrick can do it because he might need like extra healing supplies and all sorts of stuff. And then if you have something super important that you need to hold on to, you can you can put it in the bag still. He can he can hold it for you. I just get dead pants. Scrag will remember this. Walks <laughs> away. I, I think Garrick is kind of like marveling at this magic bag and wondering, like, is this a tiny room? Does this opening count as a door? <laughs> That's exactly go, go what I was camp. thinking. Does he think it's a door? <laughs> like, like he's not no saying way. it out loud. It's just like a thought in the back of his head as he's drinking. As he's she, like she looks at you looking at it, and in her head she's like, is it a door? <laughs> Slowly, everyone goes through the same thought process, <laughs> just staring at Garrick, but everyone keeps it in their head. <laughs> and it's like a, it's like a define a sandwich conversation. Like, what defines a doorway and a threshold? Uh, and that point. is our thoughts as we, as we drift off to sleep. That Novus will ask the uh, uh, smaller version of Andrea. <laughs> hey, you want to see if there's anything in here? Why don't you walk in? Oh, um, all right. <laughs> yes. Scraggle claw, crawl into the bag. 
Tie the bag, tie the bag, tie the bag, tie the bag, tie the bag. Garrick doesn't know that there's a void in there, so let's see what happens. You. Do I want to open myself up to this? That's the question. Rips, Craig. <laughs> if he starts to suffocate, I mean. No. Elves just hold the top. I will also go on the record. Tie the bag was a joke. We are not. No, no, we're not actually. Bag. That yeah, was no, me, the player, because Spring hold, would never. <laughs> I feel like Thomas holds up like a leather cord that he could tie it, and we all just shake our heads no. GM's <laughs> oh, gonna look up the okay, bag. Okay, that could be canon, but <laughs> Pathfinder. Well, it says here that uh, a living creature placed inside the bag has enough air for ten minutes before it begins oh, okay. to suffocate. Basically okay. the same. And you can attempt yeah. a DC escape 13 DC. escape. Okay. All right. Thank you. Kind of, foot. kind of like crawling through a hole, get yourself into this bag, and you feel yourself tumble, but you don't hit anything. Like you don't land on anything, and but you still feel yourself like sitting right up, and like if you stood, you would be standing right side up. But there's no ground under your feet. Like you didn't hit any kind of ground, and as you like look around. Nothing but blackness. By the way, uh, I don't know if you saw wow. Thovis pantomiming, but he is like swinging the bag around <laughs> upside down. I don't think I feel. Just it. curious if Scrag, you don't feel Scrag, you don't feel anything. I I start swimming in place <laughs> or trying to. Okay, you, you try to, and it's an odd feeling because like you're not. Like, you can't swim through the air. Like, you're not pushing air to move. But you can walk. But as you're walking, there's no floor under you either. But you know that you're moving somewhere. But you can't tell that you're moving because you don't see anything else moving around you. Because it's nothing but blackness around. And Meanwhile, after, outside, like, a minute I'm like, or two, Scrag, can you after hear After a minute it? or two, everything just gets warmer. And, like, my breathing picks up. And I'm like, it's really stuffy in here. <laughs> I, I don't gonna, know what's going I mean, if it's on, been, but... like, two minutes, I, like... <sighs> have Thovis open the bag and I like stick my face like near the entrance and I'm just like Scrag can you hear me? Can you I, hear? I don't know that I hear. Do I don't know that you can. In, do you stick your face inside the bag or no? At first not and then I will. You don't hear it when she screams from outside the bag but as she sticks her face inside the bag uh, you see the same thing like all blackness uh, spring and Scrag you hear like this like a deity speaking to you basically <laughs> like from every from everywhere you hear spring's voice scrag can you hear me hello are you okay it's really warm and stuffy here grab my hand <laughs> i'm just gonna stick my hand in and i'm going to i think unconsciously because uh, you know like with bags of holding you identify an object right and like Pull it out. Yeah. Yeah, so I do that with Scrag. I'm like, here, grab my hand, Scrag. And, like, I mistakenly just, like, call him to me. <laughs> and uh. you, like, you don't see a hand anywhere, but just kind of in your mind, you're like, well, she said to grab my hand. So you stick your hand up and you just feel it, like, clutch the hand of the other Andira. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled mini Andira out. out. <laughs> Tat, it's a good hiding spot for future guys. That You're breathing heavy. Like, I'm telling you. Yeah. It's... <laughs> oh, that's the best. 
so warm. Question: If we, if we, uh, if you open it underwater, does water go in? Because what if? I don't know. What if we put it secretly in the bottom of the tank for the escape artist, and she disappears? Because she's good I at holding like, her breath. I feel like I she's a good us. idea. I think if we mess with her trick, she'd kill us. I mean, we'd like talk to her. It's not like a secret. She she has ideas. <laughs> I mean, what if I was in the bag and you just threw me in and then like somebody pulls me out or something and then I get pulled out of the bag and boom, two people in one tank. Oh, you trade places. So you trade places. Oh, pull yeah, she goes out in, I go out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, we we basically oh. have a nice like circus trip yeah, conversation spend- as we <laughs> as we spend the rest of the night. <laughs> okay. Uh, Garrick just gets drunk and just is like, I'm going to pass out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And as you guys kind of uh, reveling in your your spoils for the night, kind of saving Kalkek and the large wolf and everything, you've cleaned the waterway, the caves are clear, and we will end this episode.